The Podbreed Network is strictly for the small podcasts that are up and coming in the vast world of podcasting. Podbreed is made up of many diverse podcasts coming together to achieve the same goal of being the best damn podcast network on the planet. Find out more at podbreed.com. There are over 2 million podcasts, but how many of those can massage the mind, elevate the senses, take you to another plateau? Allow me to introduce you to Drea's Point of View, the 10-minute or less podcast that brings you observations and experiences from her perspective. I came across this article from the TravelPointsGuide.com site talking about 30 essential travel apps that every traveler needs. Since it's travel season and I've been traveling a lot lately, I wanted to share a few of these and review those that I've used. Thank you for tuning in to Drea's Point of View. I am your hostess, Drea. If you are on Twitter, I can be found at Drea Point. And at Drea's Point of View on Clubhouse, Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook. What are your go-to apps for hotels? I seldom go to the actual hotel site itself because for some reason when I want to travel, they don't have deals. I usually wind up going to Orbitz or Booking.com, mainly because you don't always have to pay up front and you can get free cancellations. One of the apps I read about is Hotel Tonight. I've never used this app, but it looks like the hotels are put into styles like basic or luxury and so on. And they have a daily drop feature to get you a special price but you have a short time to take advantage of it. I think it's like 15 minutes to swipe and get that special price. An app that I've been using, which seems to be a hot topic nowadays, is the Airbnb app. After you enter your destination, you can add a lot of filters like price, amenities, the type of home, and more. You can either pay in full or deposit, and you can read the reviews of the previous guests as well as see some of the pictures. So, so far, I will say that I've been lucky with my experiences. I usually stay at an Airbnb during events because that's when hotels like to increase their prices. And I always try to only stay at a place two days and then move on to the next in case I don't like it, I'm not trapped in that one spot. There are apps for organizing your trip. For this, I just use my phone notes, but there is an app called TripIt, it keeps all your itineraries in one spot instead of searching for your phone for your car reservation, then you gotta go scrolling for your hotel reservation and then so on and so forth. This app will keep them all together. So I think I might consider using that. There's the Pack Point app for those who don't know what to bring or bring too much. It tells you how to pack for the weather, and, you know, depending on the length of your trip, it gives you laundry facilities so you can just enter your destination and trip details. That's really very helpful for a lot of us women who overpack. I'm not one of them, though. I, I'm a one-bag girl. Now, I do have a luggage set. I recommend investing in a nice luggage set. However, I want to say the past few years, I'm happy with a duffel bag. You know those Vera Bradley-style duffel bags that look like diaper bags? You can get so much in there. I like rolling everything up, mixing and matching, and just packing whatever I need in that. It's amazing how many people are so shocked 
that that's all I need. All women don't overpack, fellas. <laughs> it's possible for us to only bring one bag. There are apps for getting you through airports and lounges. One is Lounge Buddy. So many airlines give you long layovers in places. So instead of killing time walking around, you can download Lounge Buddy to help you find where the lounges are in these airports. There is a fee to get in, of course, but it's nice to be able to recharge, grab a drink, or take a shower in an airport. The FlightAware app allows you to track all flights online, see a live map of a flight, and check on delays, cancellations, and even gate changes. You can even see when a flight lands if you're picking up someone from the airport. I've used this app a few times, and it's pretty cool to see, you know, when they announce, like, when there were their storms and the stuff that went on with Southwest, you get to check out that app and see, okay, what flights are canceled and what airlines. It's pretty cool. When you're traveling overseas, there are a few apps that will come in handy. The XE Currency Converter is helpful for currency rates. Google Translate is one that I use when I travel. It translates over 100 languages and even has a handwriting tool. You can also take a picture to translate as well. If you are with friends, this is a huge one, splitting the bill is usually an issue, so you can enter your information with the TriCount app. Invite your friends to join, and it will figure out who owes what for you. You can also add receipts, receipts in that app. I don't think I'll be using that app because I'm all about separate checks. Just telling the server up front, you'll be doing separate checks. And yeah, because it gets complicated whenever you're with somebody. I pay for this, this, this. Yeah, so, but that's for those of you who like traveling in groups and like splitting up the checks fairly. One of my favorite apps is WhatsApp. It eliminates the need to worry about using your text data because you can talk to people in other countries through this app. You're also able to call and use video chat as well. And it's came in handy too. I actually recently used it to set up a nail appointment and it was perfect. I didn't have to even worry about any extra charges. When you want to make a food reservation, you can always go to Open Table and get a text. But overseas, there's an app appropriately called The Fork. It has more than 60,000 restaurants on it. You can book or you can look up these restaurants by cuisine. The difference with this app is that some of these restaurants offer discounts. So that would be kind of fun to use. Another app that I like to use is TripAdvisor. I was able to book a tour off that app the day before when another tour canceled. You can also read reviews on places, get hotel and activity suggestions. One app that is new to me is Smart Traveler. It's helpful for those in the states who need to know what vaccines and visas are needed abroad. When you enter your info in, it gives your information to embassies. So if there's any type of disaster, they can contact you. I mean, who wouldn't want this app? Another safety app is Trip Whistle. You enter your location in, and it gives emergency numbers like local police departments in almost 200 countries. What are your favorite apps to use? Or do you use any apps or you just wing it? Hopefully, you can use one or more of these on your next travel venture. Please don't forget to subscribe to this show so that you don't miss any of the multiple episodes I have for you each week.
I am not trying to change your point of view, just to get you to listen to Drea's point of view. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Drea's point of view. Remember to subscribe to this female-hosted podcast. Drea's point of view is now available on Sundays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I've been following Tom Hanks' career since he was in Bosom Buddies. I try not to miss anything that he's been in, so I couldn't wait to review the movie A Man Called Otto. The previews to this caught my attention because it didn't show him in a great light. You know, he's always friendly and just the Mr. Nice Guy, but it was a nice change. The premise of the movie was, or is, that he's a widower who is just bitter to people. And finding out why was a challenge, and it piqued my interest. So I thought I would review that movie for you today. I'm Drea, the hostess of Drea's Point of View, and I would like for you to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, and Pinterest at Drea's Point of View. You can also follow me on Twitter at Drea Point. So the opening scene, it shows Otto, who is Tom, in a store. He's buying some rope. He cuts it himself. And so when a sales clerk offers assistance, he scoffs at him and he goes to uh, check out and asks for the manager, gets the assistant manager, and then berates her because of her age. So that was an indication that it was going to be a very interesting movie. So soon after, it shows him making a noose in his living room. And I'm like, was he a racist? But he starts to hang himself. But he gets interrupted by his neighbors moving in across the street. Then he goes across to see what's going on and like the husband can't drive, they're moving in and he offers assistance and winds up driving himself and he sees two kids in the back seat who are pivotal in this movie. So later he has a bond with a neighbor who's an expectant wife and, um, teaches her how to drive. She plays a big part throughout the movie as well and actually winds up keeping him alive. So uh, later he goes on this train platform. He saves someone's life who falls off the tracks. Everybody else has got their phone out, but he gets him off the tracks. So he stands there himself ready to be run over, but this guy saves him. Uh, throughout the movie, he has these flashbacks of his wife who we learn was expecting a child and when they go on this bus trip that's when she winds up losing the baby and becomes paralyzed Uh, he comes across this kid who delivers papers and finds out was trans he ends up coming to Otto for help and needs a place to crash because his father kicked him out Then there's this cat in the neighborhood who keeps hanging by his doorstep. He ends up taking him in. So all the times that he tries to end his life, he finds out that he's actually needed by people. Uh, Another time he tries to take his life 
in uh, with the exhaust pipe, uh, with the ex this hose, and uh, in the car in his garage, he gets interrupted by his neighbor. Right before you see that, his old friend who has Parkinson's disease was trying to grab the hose from him because he knew what he was going to do. And um, we just learn a lot about his past through flashbacks. And I love movies that have flashbacks. Uh, we learn that Otto has this illness and then he passes out, winds up in the hospital. The doctor said uh, he winds up having an enlarged heart. It was a joke. <laughs> to to the neighbor because he wasn't the nicest of people to find out that was the reason why he's uh, sick was kind of funny. So he tries to take his life again with a uh, rifle and then there was another interruption at the door. So fast forward at the end of the movie, he does this voiceover and that's really where uh, I lost it. It's a very touching movie. I would give it uh, four and a half out of five stars. He and his wife are two of the producers for this movie. You can catch it on demand or on your local aircraft, because that's where I saw it on a plane. So A Man Called Otto is definitely worth a watch. So don't forget to subscribe to my podcast and my YouTube channel so you don't miss any episodes from me. I may or may not take a short break. It's like a mid-season break. You know, like uh, TV shows do. They take a break during mid-season. Uh, I've got a lot going on these upcoming months, and it's been challenging for me to promote my shows, let alone record them, even though I pre-record my shows. So you may or may not get an episode from me on Sunday. Just uh, stay tuned. I will definitely let you know Give me about two weeks. So if you hear an episode from me on Sunday, then everything's good. But if you don't, then I'll come back in about a week or two and let you know when I will be back. Thanks so much for listening.